Hi folks, Curtis Shelburne here, and welcome to the Focus on Faith podcast. A good place just to be and breathe and hang out for a while as we share some words about life in Christ. And that's all of it, I think. Life, that is. The good, the bad, the fun, the sad, the deepest joys, the toughest sorrows, all of it. I think we're going to have a good time, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you tell your friends about it, and I hope you come back. This episode, episode 13, is called, I Will Soon Be Taking Orders for Mama Caps. Strange title, I know, but I'll explain a little about it presently. Well, I'm glad you're here today. I'm so thankful that you've chosen to join us for this next little step on a road that I hope takes us on a long and joyful journey. I do know it'll be a better journey because you're here. I've told you a little bit about myself as we have been through these early podcast episodes together. I decided early on that it might be good just to tell you a wee bit along as the stories unfold and our journey continues. And so I have mentioned that I do a good bit of singing. I really enjoy that. I love music, love to try to make a little of it. I've recorded three albums, and each one of them is special to me, at least, in its own way. They're quite different. I'm busy recording one right now. I haven't been singing as much, nor has anyone who does live concerts because of the virus mess that we're dealing with. And what that means is I haven't been selling as many albums. And, of course, what a guy like me has to do to kind of make his hobby pay for itself I didn't say I didn't love it by calling it a hobby. I just said it kind of needs to pay for itself. It's not my prime income, and that's a good thing. But it needs to pay for itself, and what someone who wants to make a hobby like this pay for itself must do is sell albums as well as sing live concerts. And thank the Lord indeed, I've been able to make three CDs thus far, all of them a lot of fun, different in their own ways, but it's been great. Well, I'm working on the fourth one now. It is a little bit different uh, itself, a little different character. I think it's one that folks will enjoy. I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's mostly, yes, gospel music this time, and it's mostly older gospel music. When I started to record this, my producer suggested that I do something that he just called kind of Gaither-esque. And I don't know that that's exactly how to describe this. There are some older, well-loved hymns and gospel songs that are in the lineup. And I think you could call them probably Gaither-esque. They're just a lot of fun. A lot of fun to sing. They're songs that so many of us have loved for lots and lots of years. There's a couple of newer songs on the album. And there is definitely a song or two with a little bit of a newer scald on it. You know, it's an older song, but done in a different sort of style or whatever. And people tend to like those. They sure are fun to sing. I think you'll enjoy it. And I hope it'll be ready by Christmas. We'll see how that goes. So I'm working on it right now pretty hard. We're still working on deciding where we need to add in a few instruments to sweeten the whole thing and where background vocals need to go and all of that. But we're awfully close to me going to Nashville and recording the vocals that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that, and I pray it goes really well and that we produce something that you'll really enjoy. Watch for that, and I'll be letting you know more about it. For those of you who've been readers of my Focus on Faith newspaper column slash blog for a long time, well, you know, I share a lot of life in that column. 
if you've been reading it for years, I've been writing it for well over 20 now, closer to 25. If you've been reading it for that long, you followed a lot of the life of our family in those years and just shared a good bit of life with me. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. On this podcast, if you've listened to the last two or three episodes, well, not all of life is the best part of life. Some of it's just the nitty gritty. And you know, I've talked to you a little about recently undergoing a root canal. My first ever, and I hope my last ever. All of that to tell you, you know you've got a dental problem when you notice it, right? When you're not having a dental problem, you don't notice it. Because normally in life, you're not supposed to focus on a particular tooth. It's just supposed to work. And if it works right, you don't notice it. I think God wants our lives to be a lot like that and the things that we use in our lives to be like that. I think that's one of the reasons that Jesus told us a lot about how we should handle money, because we don't want it to handle us. And if we're being good stewards with the money that God has given us, if we realize that it really is all his, and we're just stewards of it for him, then we're able to use it as a tool. One of the ways we do that with money is by giving away a good bit of it, more than we can easily afford. We break the hold of that idol so that we don't focus on it all the time. And so we use it, but it doesn't use us. I think that's true of a lot of things in our lives. There may be important things that we need to focus on to some extent. We've certainly got strong feelings about some things, and some of them are moral issues, some of them are not. Some of them are just really important issues. Maybe some are not. But we're not supposed to focus on those things all of the time. Even the things that we should focus on some should get the right amount of focus and not too much. And if we're Christians, the only one who deserves our total focus is Jesus Christ. That's our priority. He is our priority. And he's the one on whom we focus. And even if it's a good thing, if it's an important issue that we think is related to our Christian faith, it's not supposed to get our total focus. And if it does, something's out of kilter. Something's wrong in our priorities. Well, think about that if you would. We'll talk about it more in just a bit. Okay, it's time for our ad here. And let me just tell you, I've already mentioned some about the upcoming album. I'll tell you more about that as we get closer and kind of fill you in on how that's going. I already have, as I mentioned, three albums available on the website, along with a lot of other good stuff, I think. www.curtisshelburn.com And Shelburne has an E on the end of it. I think you'll find some things that might interest you. Among other things, well, you've got those albums. One is a basically gospel album. Got some light contemporary music on it and some old favorites as well. It's a little different from the one that's uh, coming out soon. There's a Christmas album there, and there is an album called For Sentimental Reasons that is an album of the old, well, American songbook songs, the Nat King Cole, Tony Bennett, those kinds of things. Oh, they're so much fun to sing. And if you enjoyed those, I hope you'll take a, a listen. You might enjoy that album. So that's there, as well as several books and that sort of thing. My blog episodes are there, and this podcast is available there, and the previous episodes of the podcast, plus some ways to subscribe for anyone who's interested. 
So all that's there. I'd love for you to join us over there at some point and, and take a look at that and see what you think. And now, let's focus on faith. I've been thinking about ordering some hats. Caps, really. Baseball-style caps. Something like those famous red ones that are emblazoned M-A-G-A. But those won't work for me. Oh, we can discuss the message, but I don't plan to. Not here. I'm just talking about the style. The fact is, I'm not a big hat person. I sometimes wish I was. Nothing looks better than a nice cowboy hat on a guy who was made for a nice cowboy hat. But I just can't seem to pull that look off. I did once. I actually dressed up like a cowboy for a local melodrama, an outdoor play that we did. I even rode a horse. I was John Masters, the owner of the ranch, and I actually sang and danced and acted all at the same time, which I just did not think was possible. I wasn't absolutely sure you could get two out of three of those separately, much less all three at one time, and I wore a cowboy hat, and I guess it worked in the play. But in real life, it just doesn't that much for me. I'm impressed with those who can do it. I've recently found a couple of Irish caps. Don't know if occasionally I can pull that look off. Some guys make fun of them. I don't care. But if you want a hat to do billboard duty, forget the newsboy Irish style caps. You'd have to put your message on the top. It would look like a tilted helipad, and vertically challenged folks would never see your ad or slogan. So, we're back to some variation of baseball cap. Yeah, like the MAGA, M-A-G-A caps. But I repeat, I don't care for that exact style. I don't like straight-up billboard caps, even if they're best for billboards. I don't like flat-brim caps. I want curved. I don't like mesh hats. I want softish fabric. I don't like cardboard or starched, almost 90-degree angles. I like fitted, or at least aerodynamic, or what some folks call dad style. Soft, well broken in, a clasp if it's not fitted. No plastic, please. Not a serious hat person. You can tell I seriously know what I want in a hat when I do wear one. Now we're ready for color. This will be hard. I'm a sucker for blue or maroon or black. But you got to be careful these days. You can't say good morning without sending the wrong message. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. You're a... What? All I said was good morning. It was your inflection. I've heard it before. It is systemic. You need to read this book or a few. You need to bathe appropriately in abject guilt then come back and try saying good morning to me again in the morning. So color matters. Red's out and blue, both appropriated by political parties. White? You dastardly bigot. Black? Better, but still. Same with brown. Green? No, it seems to elicit gaseous emissions. So rainbow, lots of colors. Nope. Even all colors fit all has been sadly sullied and co-opted. This is difficult. Okay, 
I vote to table the color discussion and move on to message. Well, why not just wear a plain old non-messaged cap to keep your head warm or salvage a bad hair day? Just a possibility. No? My mistake. So, after consideration, I vote for M-A-M-A. Mama. I like it. You already feel warm hugs, right? Even before you know that it stands for Make America Mature Again. I could have said M-A-P-A. M-A-Polite-A. Or M-A-C-A. M-A-Civil-A. Or M-A-N-A-D-A-A-P-A. Or M-A-Not-A-S-As-D. Dumb, A-S as A-P, post again. M-A-N-A-D-A-P-A. That one's a little complicated. All of the above are good messages for both political parties right now, whether on any given day they are engaging in self-righteousness, preening, virtue signaling, busily shooting themselves in the foot, or perpetrating any idiocy anywhere in between. Yep. I vote for Mama. Make America mature again. Somebody with an in-your-face cap of any sort comes toward me. I just turn toward them, and my Mama cap says it all silently. M-A-M-A. It says, for example, in the midst of this virus mess, if you're not wearing a mask, and I am, I'll not scowl at you, because I don't know your reasons. The scowl would be wasted anyway because you couldn't see it unless I frown all the way up past my eyebrows. That's hard on a face, and mine's already showing some wear. And if I'm not wearing a mask, and you are, I won't scowl because I'll assume the best, that you don't want to infect me. I'll just figure you think it's all hooey, and that if you're a Christian, you sincerely believe you have very good reasons for not submitting to governmental authorities, Romans 13, in this particular case. I find myself in the middle on this discussion. That's not unusual, and I think the middle is usually a pretty good place to be. But to my friends, both sides, who want to actively politicize this issue, may I just say that I don't plan to join in. Maybe it's because I'm in the middle, but I have days when I feel like some of you guys who say it's all hooey. And I have days when I say, you know, we probably ought to be a little more careful here. I find myself in the middle, and we all have found ourselves up and down and sideways a little bit emotionally, haven't we, in the middle of all of this thing? It's been hard. Yeah, we've all been a little bit stressed and all a little on edge at times, and why wouldn't we? It is ironic, though, and I think it's good for us to think about this some. Do you realize intemperate alcoholics and intemperately loud teetotalers have the same problem? Way too much focus on alcohol. Loud maskers and loud non-maskers are the same. There's more to life, even in the pandemic, than whether or not you're wearing your mask or whether or not you're choosing at this particular time not to wear your mask. In this regard, loud maskers and loud non-maskers are the same. They both need to realize that there's more to life, even in the pandemic, than to mask or not to mask. Decide. Don't filibuster about it. Don't filibluster about it. 
and be nice to the rest of us who just want to get through this thing. Here's a disclaimer, and I'll try to make it nicer than it sounds. If you force a hand at me, force a hand at me trying to make a point, not just because you forgot and have been doing handshakes courteously forever, I'll take my hat off and tip it to you. What I'm really doing, if you're forcing your hand at me, is looking at those letters, M-A-M-A, Mama, to remind myself of why I shouldn't extend my balled-up hand into your teeth, which you deserve if you're trying to force me to help you make your point. But you're probably not, so I'll probably shake it and later use hand sanitizer, or I'll fist bump. I might even hug. If I like you, and I probably do, I'll risk a hug if you will. I'll just make a deal with you right now. If you get sick or if I get sick and if one of us dies because of it, well, may I just say I forgive you in advance. It was worth the hug. But your move first, and not in a crowd. I shouldn't be hugging everybody right now, and if we hug in a crowd, then pretty soon, you know, you know how it goes. So we got to be wise a little bit, even when it's hard in the midst of this thing. But you see, my mama, M-A-M-A, cap, covers all of this. It says wordlessly to kids who should know this already, especially if they claim to be our father's kids. And we have a father who has always been maddeningly apolitical on this sort of issue, no matter what those who claim to speak for him say. Do you fussing little brats just need a hug? There you go. I love you. Now go play. And straighten up and get over yourself. Come back if you need your shoe tied, or if you need another hug. Johnny, Janie, I mean it. Mama, M-A-M-A, says it all. Caps are $12.99, and if I don't say so myself, that's a steal. Well, again, thank you for joining us on this Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. I'm so glad you chose to join us, and I hope you'll come back and spend some time with us again. If you like it, why don't you tell some friends about it? Sure would appreciate it. Have a great day.